I've entitled this message today simply Reboot, a fresh start. Reboot, a fresh start. It'll make sense in a minute. But 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 15, out of the New King James says this, Then Nathan departed to his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and it became ill. David therefore pleaded with God for the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. So the elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the ground, but he would not, nor did he eat food with them. Then on the seventh day it came to pass that the child died. The servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Indeed, while the child was alive, we spoke to him, and he would not heed our voice. How can we tell him that the child is dead? He may do some harm. When David saw that his servants were whispering, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore, David said to his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. So David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself, changed his clothes, and went into the house of the Lord and worshiped. Then he went to his own house, and when he requested, they set food before him, and he ate. Then his servants said to him, What is this that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive, but when the child died, you arose and you ate food. Again, I want to preach for just a moment on the title of Reboot, A Fresh Start. And I believe this is more than a little sermon today. I believe it's a right now word for you and me in this house. And I want to share for just a moment on, on the particular part of this scripture where David basically surprised everybody around him, his team, with his response to what was happening. And I believe some of you and some of us in this room today are getting ready to surprise your family and people close to you and around you who maybe expected you to continue to struggle as you move from 2021 to 2022. Can we just take a moment and be real and admit 2021 has not been the best of years, has it? It's been a struggle at times. We've gone through some stuff. Some of you have seen destruction and turmoil. You've experienced grief. You've, you've experienced frustration and regret. There's been times of hopelessness. You've fought depression. We've all dealt with COVID. We've all lost loved ones during this past year who were, who were near and special and dear to us. There's been a lot of hardship and heartaches that we have pressed through, but how many knows God has brought us through and God has been faithful? Can we just thank him for bringing us through 2021? Amen. Hallelujah. I like New Year's Eve and I like, I like everything about coming together and it's a good opportunity to reassess where we've been, what we've been through in 2021 and examine ourselves and prepare for what's ahead. And if we were a computer today, and I don't know a lot about computers like some of you, but if we were a computer today, it'd be a good time to do a reboot. Anybody ever rebooted a computer? I've done it a lot of times because I'd gotten in trouble with it and messed it up, so I'd just start over. <laughs> 
And I've learned, I don't know all the technical things about it, but I've learned that if I get too many windows open and I get into something, that thing freezes up and I've, it's probably always the operator's fault, but I mess it up and it's, 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 it's clogged up, it's functioning slow or it's freezing. I've learned that if I'll reboot that computer and give it a refresh or a restart, then every, just about every time, everything will start working together like it was designed to. And that's what I've come into this house to tell somebody here 2021 has been a year of getting distracted and tangled up and bogged down with distractions and hindrances and attacks from the enemy we've talked about some of the things we went to but I believe the Lord has sent me here on this first Sunday of 2022 to tell this house and this people and this church it's time for a reboot it's time for a refresh it's time for a fresh start because some of you still have dreams some of us still have vision some of us still have family goals for our marriage and our children and our businesses and this house some of us still have spiritual desires to get closer to the Lord but I'm here to tell you we need to do a reboot if we want to move forward come on somebody we cannot stay stuck we cannot stay bogged down God's got us in his head and he's wanting us to go somewhere and it's time for a reboot somebody shout reboot those dreams are still on the inside of you. It's just time to stir them up and prepare for what's ahead. I want to make a statement here and listen. You, you cannot fuel your future or what is ahead of you if you're spending all of your energy and time still fighting your past. Let me say it again. You will never move into your future. You'll never be what God intends for you to be. This church will never accomplish what God has for this church if we spend all of our energy and time looking back over our shoulder, fighting and dealing with what's behind us. Some of you have been working backwards. You've been fighting yesterday so hard that you're worn out, wiped out, and don't have the strength to move into tomorrow. But we're about to do a reboot in this place today. Come on, a Holy Ghost reboot is about to hit some of you in this place today. Now let me clarify something before I go any further. There are no, listen, there are no magic dates and days on the calendar that creates newness. There's no magic services that create newness. You can come into a service like this old and you can leave old. You can come in, you can go buy you a new house and still have the same old marriage. You can go buy you a new outfit, but it doesn't make you a new man or a new woman. You can go buy you a new pair of shoes, but it doesn't make you a new person. And if we're not careful, we can develop a frustration as a Christian or a believer when we're given false expectations. I've heard people preach and say, if you'll just spin around three times, everything's gonna be all right. If you'll just shout your way, you can shout your way into newness. If you'll run around the church three times, you'll walk into a new thing. If you'll give seven people a high five, you'll come into something new but I hate to tell you this and be the bearer of bad news it won't work 
You can dance all over this house in here and that's okay, you can do it. I'd love for you to do it, but you can go out those doors, get in the car and still go out the same old negative person with the same old outlook on life you always have had. Oh me or amen, I'll be fine this morning, it's okay. You can come up here and I can take the bottle of oil I can pour it all over you and soak you from head to toe and you can leave this place as greasy as a bucket of KFC, but you can still lead the same old way. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So then, pastor, if none of that were, and I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that. I've done it all. And I'm going to do it again. Why? Because I enjoy it. But you don't become new just because you get a new job. That's not the answer. You don't become new because you get a new hairdo. You don't become new just because the calendar flips from one year to the next. Then how do you become new, Pastor? I'm glad you came to find out today. I'm going to tell you what this says right here because this is where our answer comes from, not my opinion or your opinion or some TV evangelist's opinion. The Bible, somebody say the Bible. The Bible says in Romans 12 and 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be you transformed how by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God did it say that I would be transformed by me singing a song no did it say I'd be transformed by me preaching a sermon no no. Did it say I'd be transformed into something new by doing a dance or teaching a class or joining the church? No, no, no. We are transformed by the renewing of our mind. You can do new things. You can buy new gadgets. You can buy new clothes. You can flip the calendar to a new year, but it's your thinking is old. If your thinking is old, 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 you're gonna bring the same old stuff that you had last year into this year. Hallelujah. I'm just going to get on out there. I done got in it now. I might as well get on out. If you were hateful last year, you're going to be hateful this year if you bring it into a new year. If you were negative last year and had no faith and optimism that anything was going to ever get better, you're probably going to be that way this year if you don't change your thinking. I've come to tell somebody the switch is in you. Well, pastor, I'd rather the switch be in my dance. I'd rather the switch be in my praise. I'd rather the switch be in me just going to church. I'd rather the switch be in me giving in the offering. I've come to tell you, it's not in that. The transformation switch is right here between your two ears. It's in your mind, praise God. And the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Your life looks like your thoughts. Think about it. What are you thinking right now? That's what your life's going to look like. Is that what you want it to look like? Then change the way you think. There's no need in you having a new year if you're going to have the same old mind you had last year. As a man thinketh. 
can't blame it on the devil, can't blame it on a demon, can't blame it on a witch, can't blame it on an enemy, can't blame it on what somebody said or didn't say about you on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram. As a man thinketh, so is he. It's you and it's me. In the scripture that I read, we have a man by the name of David, and he's thinking, he's, he's, he's made some mistakes, he's failed. The Bible says he committed adultery. He had a man murdered, and now the woman of the guy he murdered is pregnant with his child, and he's trying to keep alive what God's trying to kill. And I'm wondering if some of us are trying our best, working, fretting, wringing our hands, staying up all night, worrying and stressing, trying to keep alive what the Holy Ghost is trying to kill. David is in disagreement with God because he's trying to make something work that simply will not work. Now understand, he's supposed to be king. He's supposed to be ruling a nation. But instead, in this scripture, he is laying on the floor on his face, fighting with himself, and there's nobody in his family. There's nobody on his staff. There's nobody on his team. There's nobody able to help him. Have any of you ever been in a place where nobody could help you? You came to church and nobody could help you. You, you called this person and they couldn't help you. You heard the worship and participated in the singing and nobody helped you. You paid your tithes, but you still couldn't get no help. Come on, somebody. You shouted all up and down the aisle, but nothing seems to work and nothing was working for David. For seven days he wrestles with God and all of us have a time in our life when we wrestle with God trying to hold on to something God is trying to tell us to leave behind. Let go of it. David had seen God be merciful him to him so many times, but what do you do when you always did what you always have done, but it doesn't work this time? What do you do when the people and the plans that helped you in 2021 don't work for you in 2022? David's thinking, Lord, you helped me kill the lion, and you helped me kill the bear, and you helped me defeat the giant. Why can't you help me with this situation? Why can't I fix my Myself. And David was down and discouraged and his men knew it. They saw it all over his face. They had never seen him like this. They were used to seeing David, their king, mighty in battle, slaying the enemy, killing the Philistines. They were used to seeing him in worship. They were used to seeing him dance but they'd never seen him in this condition. Their king was laying prostrate on the ground with his face to the floor. He had ripped his garments. And some of his men said, come on, guys, let's get him up. Let's encourage him. But he refused to be lifted. No. It was bad. He was weeping. He had not eaten. He wasn't drinking water. It had been seven days, and the child dies. And the Bible says the men were afraid to tell him. They thought, my goodness, if he's this bad and during all of this, what's he going to do when we tell him his child has died? But David perceives and understands what's happening. And the Bible says while they are thinking about it and pondering what to do, David perceives. In other words, his mind gets a hold of the fact that it's over, finished, in other words, it hit his head. 
it's done, it's finished. And when it's over in your head, it's over in your life. When it's over in your head, it's over in that situation. When it's over in your head, nobody has to do anything else. When it's over in your head, come on somebody, because I've already decided it's over. I'm glad it's 2022. I've heard so many people say, I'm so thankful 2021 is over, and I agree with that. I'm ready to move into a new year. I'm moving into it with hope and expectancy and faith. Come on, that this is gonna be a better year, and I'm glad it's 2022. But listen to me, whether it is or it's not, I don't need some clock. I don't need some countdown. I don't need some calendar to tell me that that last year is over for me. Oh, come on, I don't need no fireworks to explode. I've already made up in my mind as a man thinketh. I've already decided yesterday is in my past and I'm leaving some things behind, praise God. Who am I preaching to today? Somebody who's been through hell and high water. Somebody who's at the wit's end. Somebody who has been at the lowest of lows. Somebody who's cried all night long. Somebody who's felt like dying and given up. Somebody nobody could help you, encourage you. But the Lord has sent me today here to tell you that all you went through in 2021, it's dead, it's over. Somebody's depression, somebody's fear, somebody's anxiety, somebody's worry. It's over, it's dead, it's behind you. The devil should have got you before you got it in your head. Does anybody, anybody get in this today? Understand your yesterday is behind you and your future is before you. You've been struggling with stuff and worrying about stuff, trying to keep stuff alive, trying to keep this going and trying to push that and make that happen. But the Lord sent me to tell you, it's time to leave some stuff behind. Every thought of it, every reminder of it, every worry of it, every hurt of it, every smell of it. Come on, somebody, if you believe that, come on, give him praise right now. Somebody praise him until you get it in your head today. As a man thinks, come on, you gotta grab hold of this thing. Make up in your mind today, I'm leaving it behind. It's over. Look at your neighbor and tell him, neighbor, don't expect me to act like I did in 2021. Don't expect me to be who I was last year. Don't expect me to lay down on my face and cry and weep and waller and moan, woe is me. Don't expect me to worry in 22 like I did in 21. Don't expect me to live in fear, paralyzed, can't do nothing, can't serve, can't, can't go to church no more, can't praise, can't, come on, don't expect me to be that way. It's a new season, it's a new day. I'm tired of it and I made up my mind today, it's over and done, I'm gonna be different this year than I was last year. Somebody give him a shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah. Don't expect me to act like I did last year. I'm about to wash my face. Somebody do it now. Wash your face. The Bible said David washed his face. That's like a refresh, a restart. Hallelujah. 
How many of you do that first thing when you get up? You've been asleep all night. You've got to get something on your face to wake you up, get you going. Somebody's about to wash their face right in the midst of your enemies while they're watching you. Hey. Somebody today needs to wash your face right in the midst of the pain you may feel right now in this room, in your body right now, and the devil is whispering a, a lie to you. I dare somebody to take your hand and symbolically wash your face. Come on, somebody in the midst of it, in the midst of all your worry about your children and about your job and about COVID and everything the news is talking about. I dare this church to wash its face right now in the midst of depression, in the midst of fear somebody wash your face and say I know it's been bad I know it's been bad but I've got it made up in my mind I'm not going to continue this way I'm not going into a new year this way I'm going to get up I'm going to wash my face I'm going to eat I'm going to get to the house of God and I'm going to get my praise on oh come on somebody praise him here today I'm leaving it behind it's over because I've made up in my mind it's over. It's dead. Weeping may endure for a night, but I believe joy is coming in the morning. Come on, somebody praise him like it just got free. Somebody praise him just like it went off like a light bulb and it got in your head. Some of you need to get your thinking up today. Goodbye 21, goodbye worry, goodbye fear, goodbye anxiety, goodbye paralyzation, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye pastor, it ain't gonna go away, just, oh come on somebody, if you keep believing in it and keep walking in it and walling it, you're gonna keep on being affected by it, but if you'll make up your mind and say no matter what comes my way, I'm gonna keep on going, I'm gonna keep on serving, I'm gonna keep on loving, I'm gonna keep on praising. I'm going to keep on giving my best. I'm going to keep on worshiping God. I'm going to wash my face. I'm going to put on some new clothes. It's a new day. It's a new season. I'm leaving it behind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've talked to people this morning. I've talked to people this past week and I can't even explain what I feel. We're in a season, it may just be me, but we're in a time and a season. Christmas, it didn't feel like Christmas to me. Some of you may connect, didn't really feel like New Year's. Maybe it's because of what we've been through in 21. Just feels like we're in this weird, stuck in this time warp, time zone. It's like, where's our zeal and our passion and our fire and our excitement anymore? It's like all of our hope and encouragement has been sucked out of the life, has been sucked because we've had to deal with so many things one after another. And I'm afraid too many people have lost their hope and faith that God can still do what he said he's going to do kind of thing. Well, I refuse to remain with that mindset in 2021. I've come determined today 
If it's me and me all alone, I'm gonna change my attitude. I'm gonna change the way I think. I don't care what it looks like around me. I know in whom I serve. I know who my God is. And it's time I hear the Holy Ghost nudging me and saying to me, it's time for the church to rise up. It's time for the church to change your thinking. It's time for the church to get the vision up and to believe again. Don't, don't worry, don't lay on the floor. Don't whine, don't cry. Come on, somebody, it's time to get up. I'm putting this church on notice. I'm putting every leader, every director on notice. We're about to go somewhere, and you better be with me. Come on, because we're going somewhere. I'm putting you on notice where there's going to be a spirit of excellence in this house. There's going to be a fire. There's going to be a fervor. I, and you don't have any time to waste. There are people dying and going to hell right now every day, and the church can't be at ease. The church can't be lax. The church can't be taking a nap, saying whatever. Come on, we are the church of the living God. We've got a gospel to preach. We've got songs to sing. We got people to lay hands on and see them delivered and healed. My God, change your thinking. God, change my thinking. Wake us. I'm not mad. I may look like it and sound like it, but I'm not. I'm passionate today. My God, wake us up. Oh, God, shake us. David washed his face, changed his clothes, and then what did he do? The Bible says he went to the house of the Lord. Some have suggested and said that was when David wrote, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I wish people would get that thinking and attitude back again today. I'm glad to be here. Don't nobody have to call and wake me up on Sunday and pump me and prime me. I'm, I'm glad to be here. There's no place I'd rather be than in his presence. I couldn't do life without coming together with people like you and worshiping together. David said, I was glad. I was glad. Why? Because I put it behind me. David said, I was glad because the struggle was over. I was glad I was, I was putting energy in something that God wanted me to let go. I was glad because it's a new day. I'm glad because it's a new season. I'm glad because it's a reboot. It's a do-over. It's a fresh start. Hear me today, the new year will be the same as this past year until you change your mind. See, God wants you and I to be available for this new year, but you can't be available until you put the past behind you. It's time to reboot and get ready. I'm going to ask the worship team if they would to come and help me this morning. Hallelujah. I have never felt such an urgency in all my years of ministry as now.
that now is the time we have got to step it up. It's time, Lord, there's souls to be won. There's songs to sing. There's, there's ministries to start. But we can't do what God intends for us to do if we're still bogged down with those things that are behind us.